Welcome to Spirit Alchemy Podcast. We will talk about transforming thought patterns, experiences, feelings, and emotions through conscious choice. Hello, everybody. Happy, happy Thursday. Um, I got both requests for meditation and talks on anxiety, so I'm going to do a little bit of both. Um, I don't have any agenda or anything written down, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to talk and feel it through and we'll see what happens. Um, as far as thoughts on anxiety, So something that I want to offer space for or share is that um, anxiety comes and goes. And sometimes, um, let's say like in one year of your life, you have a lot of, um, you don't have any coping skills, any proper coping skills, and you have a lot of panic attacks and um, a lot of anxiety and you know, it makes life really debilitating. Been there. And let's say that um, the next two years you learn skills and make some life changes, alter some things, and you really minimize your anxiety. Like it's much more manageable and tolerable. And then in five years, let's say, for example, like you don't experience panic attacks, you don't really experience anxiety, um, and life life is good. It's great, right? And then, coronavirus, <laughs> panic or war, panic or um, fires, um, nature panic, whatever external factors become really really loud, and they become really shocking and traumatic to the system. It is not abnormal that you will again experience new degrees or possibly overwhelming degrees of anxiety. And the, I think, somewhat hopeful aspect in this is that over the years, hopefully you've developed coping skills, mechanisms, and um, know how to digest and manage your anxiety. Um, you know the, the things, right? And so in the midst of the overwhelm and chaos, there's two things that happen, I think. I think that we see it and know it right? And like, then we know the things to do. We know to meditate, to move our bodies, spend time in nature, to talk with supportive people. We know those things. And sometimes, depending on on what the circumstances are, you can do all those things and you're still going to experience anxiety, I think that our culture and society really wants to, like, we like a checklist where I know that if I do X, Y, and Z, then I'll have 
this other out this certain outcome, right? So if I do these three things that I know help me, I should not experience any more anxiety. And that it's not I think there's like a, a harsh truth that maybe that doesn't always work. Like that works when your external pressures and circumstances are low but maybe does not work when external pressures and circumstances are high. So first of all, like who, right? Like let yourself feel lighter if this is you. You're not doing anything wrong. You are not crazy. You None of these things that you're probably telling yourself are true. And really, it's just that our external pressures have severely increased. So last week, um, in my own personal life, I had a whole bunch of new surprises, which are not like they were good surprises. I mean, mostly good. I don't know. Wild surprises. I'll just say that. And I was doing all the things, meditating, journaling, setting intentions, all the things that on a typical day really allow me to feel spacious and um, grounded. And no matter what I was doing, I could not feel spacious and grounding. And I watched my process of like kind of that internal beating up of like, what, what is wrong with you? You've already been through all this, Sarah. Like, why are you reverting back? And like, why are these things becoming an issue again? And really it wasn't me. Our bodies and our nervous system can only process so much information at once. Due to our technology and um, so much stimulation of news and external conversation topics, our nervous systems have been under a tremendous, tremendous amount of stress. So much so that I believe personally that I've had a bit of a traumatic experience and response because I began to have new unique coping skills and new unique fears and paranoia. So that's, that's what I experienced. That's what I observed um, in myself. You may have a different experience or process Um, something that I encourage if you are experiencing a lot of anxiety if what I'm saying is feeling um, relevant to you to just notice and observe your experience not to say like oh I'm thinking this way so I need to do this to fix it no like there's nothing wrong with you so you don't need to fix anything but give yourself space to watch your process so that you can understand what's happening. I, in my anxiety meditation, um, it was essentially to prompt or create space for you to feel your feelings. Sometimes in this like new age spiritual world and really even in modern yoga world, We think that if we're experiencing something that we would label as bad or negative, that we immediately need to fix it or shift it. And 
Sure, like we all have choice and we want to choose wisely. But to do that, we first have to allow the dust to settle and allow ourselves to come into a grounded space. Because if we're in the midst of a whirlwind of anxiety and shit is spinning everywhere, and then we come in and try to control the shit that's spinning, think about it. Let's say there's a tornado whirling around outside of you, right? Because your thoughts are outside of you. And here you come, you like make this big um, wall or like um, shield, for example, and you like run up to the tornado. (laughs) Like you're not going to stop anything. And if anything, you're going to get pulled deeper into it. You can't think your way out of anxiety. I'll say it again. You cannot think your way out of anxiety because your thought is the thing that started the anxiety to begin with. So what do you do, right? You stop, sit down, close your eyes and put your hands on your heart. Feel the beat of your heart inside your chest. Feel your lungs expanding and contracting and notice the pace, right? You drop down into the body. You notice where in your body you're experiencing what is showing up where you're experiencing the emotion, the feeling. And then draw your attention there. So if you are feeling nauseous, for me, when I get anxious, I am nauseous. Like, I get nauseous and then, like, I can't even eat because my stomach is in knots. So I have to drop my awareness into the space of my belly and I have to breathe into my belly as a way to, like, process and release that energy, right? emotions there's um, a book that I read a long time ago and I won't say who the author is because there's a lot of um, good and bad thoughts about the author so I won't I'm not even going to say it for the sake of just making my point emotions are energy in motion again emotions are energy in motion If you try to capture that emotion and start to process it and understand it and dissect it, it's not going to move. We need to allow the energy of our emotions to move. We need to give it space for it to be breathed through and experienced so that it may move. You don't want to capture it. Let it move through you. I think that these emotions and that energy and motion is meant to move through us as a platform to become aware and to grow. So I um, like to pay attention and consider like, okay, this is what I'm experiencing right now. 
I feel it, feel the fear with it or whatever is attached to it. I breathe into that space and at some point, it doesn't take very long, honestly, maybe like 40 seconds at the most before it starts to, like it hits the peak and then starts to soften. So breathe through the peak of your anxiety, breathe through the peak of your feeling of your emotion and watch it begin to soften and remind yourself if you need to that it will soften once it starts to soften then you can consider then i consider you can do it however you want this is just what i do as the intensity begins to soften that's when i allow myself to be like okay so this happened this was what I experienced. And then I can ask myself, what information was being disclosed to me during this time? What was I noticing? What did I learn about myself? And then from that, I can make a conscious choice. I can choose, okay, knowing this happened and it triggered this trauma, which created this experience for me. And this is how I feel about it now. And then I can consider what do I want to feel next? I can make a conscious choice. Knowing all this information that I just went through, what do I want to feel? And how can I use this to liberate me to feel that way? So this can be a mental process, right? You can write and journal. You can... You can do it, you can process it in any way, but I really think that the more that we can do that, the more we increase our nervous system and body capacity to deal with high traumatic and high anxiety um, moments. Even just right now, talking about anxiety and hearing about anxiety ask yourself right now what is showing up for you and what information are you present to what the what is the way that your body is reacting and what is the way that the mind and the thought is reacting and responding What's available to you right now? What can you know about yourself? And what can you know to be true? So wherever you are, I want you to raise your eyebrows really, really high, like really lift your eyebrows up, 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 maybe then start to wiggle your eyebrows around if you can do that, (laughs) or maybe just lift them up and down, up and down, and then relax your forehead. And now open your mouth really, really big, like 
uh, the biggest open mouth that you can, and then wiggle your jaw all around. Keep wiggling. And then let your mouth soften to a close and let your jaw soften. And then we're gonna take some audible exhales and we're gonna make kind of a ha sound. So take a, a long breath in, in, in. And then exhale and go And inhale. And exhale, go Inhale. And exhale, go. One more. Breathe in. And exhale. Now take your hand, a light fist, and just thump at the at your sternum. You're gonna do a thalamus tap. And just a light pounding at the top of your chest. Beautiful. Now bring your hand to your belly and maybe close your eyes, but you want to breathe into your belly like a balloon. So let every part of your body soften around the belly so that you can fill it up like a balloon. And then exhale, and as you exhale, contract, contract, press every bit of breath out of the body. And then inhale, fill up, up, up. Filling up like a balloon. And then exhale even more. Exhale, contract the core in as you exhale until every last bit of stale air is gone from your lungs. And then inhale, fill up. Breathing again into the belly. And then exhale, contract, 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 contract. Let's do two more inhale. And exhale. Inhale. And exhale. And then a regular breath. And now what are you present to? What information is here and what feels relevant? I think it's important to remember that when we are in a state of high anxiety and stress, it's hard to remember that other people might be in that state too. And as you can imagine, two high anxiety and stress interaction, two people having an interaction can be really intense and also may not be the most productive. 
And so I invite you to be kind to yourself, to allow space for yourself to be gracious. You're not doing anything wrong. You're not not doing anything enough. You're not going crazy. You are just trying to process a lot. And it's a lot. I'm giving you the biggest, most loving virtual air hugs. I hope you feel the tingles of warmth and love. Know that I'm here if you ever need to reach out. And I hope that these last 21 minutes have been in some way, even for just these 21 minutes, have been somewhat helpful. Loving you from afar. Kisses.